Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Thursday. It's KHON to go. KHON 2 weather, Chevy Chevalier. 651 on your terrific Thursday and another gorgeous sunrise. Um, not enough happy little clouds, okay? So we're going to hold off on that one. But it's a beautiful sunrise on our Zephyr Cam. Uh, looking pretty good here. Here's the latest drought update. Uh, I mean, the first thing you notice when you see this graphic is, hey, it looks like uh, a lot less coverage. And that's true. And, and remember, I mean, without the yellow, maybe I'll just take that yellow off of there. Without the yellow, the yellow is just dry. It's uh, technically not drought. It's kind of like, oh, you're all getting close to moderate. So uh, without that, there's hardly any. I mean, the, the north portions of the Big Island have gotten a lot better because they had exceptional and extreme categories there. Uh, as well, they had ex exceptional categories in Molokai. This continues right here. That continues to be the worst part of the state as far as the drought goes. And we're almost drought free for Oahu. So the recent rains, getting into the rainy season, all that has uh, really helped out. That's good news. So uh, we'll keep that trend going hopefully soon, but we're not going to see a lot, whole lot of rain as we go through uh, the next few days uh, and into next week. Tropical storm Nicole, you can see here, 50 mile per hour winds. Might just skim over the water a little bit before it goes uh, into the uh, northern panhandle of Florida, into Georgia. So 5 to 10 mile per hour winds right now out of the uh, northeast. We're going to see 15 to 20, maybe just to 25. A little bit less intense than yesterday. And we got this little conveyor belt of uh, scattered showers. That would be a scattered showers, okay? That's what I would call scattered. Isolated would be uh, a few more, just to uh, get the uh, semantics in there for the uh, the definitions of these words. So a few windward showers, a few leeward showers. Some of those are coming over, so uh, a little bit wet commute there. Small craft advisory till 6 p.m. Friday for the same waters here. The next seven days, looking pretty good. Uh, Veterans Day, it's, it's good. Go out and... And enjoy yourself and thank a vet and all that. And as we get into Sunday, we start to lose the trades. Uh, they start to pick back up, but not until after midweek next week. But until then, breeze, <laughs> literally breeze right through the weekend, Chris. Oh, Gary, I'm sorry, Gary. Gary hey, with the surf. Sorry, yeah, Gary. Good morning. Hey, I, I, I get to drop in on you. You don't get to drop in on me. <laughs> Good morning, Chevy. Well, the North Shore is a lame one, max two, with sideshore winds because of these northeasterly tilted trades. And, again, it's just two feet. Luckily, everything's turning around. The trades are going to be better over the weekend. And we have a solid advisory-level swell that will be filling in on Saturday, peaking on Sunday at solid eight feet, Hawaiian scale. And then next week, oh, my goodness, Tuesday, Wednesday, high surf warnings likely. So the North Shore is going to be turning on, but today it's tiny. Out at Makaha, flat to one, dive, fish, paddle, and lounge on the beach. Southern Shores flat to a foot and a half. I mean, it is so small. Luckily, an out-of-season south is coming for the weekend. It should be three feet or head high. Sandy Beach and Makapu'u, one to two. Northeasterly winds all the way through the weekend until Sunday when they back down. High tide was a couple hours ago at 5 a.m. at two feet. Low tides at lunch 30 at half a foot. Sun will set 551, rise at 639 on Veterans Day. RSV cases are continuing to rise across the state, putting a strain on pediatric intensive care units. Medical experts say kids two and under are getting hit the hardest. Symptoms are similar to a cold, including running nose, decreased appetite, coughing, sneezing, fever, and wheezing.
The Kapiolani Medical Center for Women and Children say they've admitted more kids for RSV in October than they did in all of the past six years. And Kaiser Permanente says 90% of their patients range in age from a few weeks old to three years. Pediatric intensive care beds in the state are full right now. Pediatric intensive care is a very specialized type of care. We have been bringing some staff in from the mainland to help support our hospitals. Healthcare officials say the best way to prevent the spread of RSV is by washing your hands, wearing a mask, and avoiding close contact with others. New details on a deadly motorcycle crash in EVA. It happened yesterday near Geiger Road and Kamakana Street. Police say the motorcycle was speeding when it reached the intersection and crashed into a small passenger bus. The 27-year-old motorcyclist was pronounced dead at the scene. The 76-year-old driver and her passengers were not injured. Police say this is the 44th traffic death on Oahu this year, compared to 37 at the same time last year. A 31-year-old man remains in critical condition after a crash in Kapolei. It happened yesterday on the H1 eastbound near the Kualaka'i on-ramp. Police say the driver allegedly lost control of the car, overturned, and then crashed into the center median. The HPD Traffic Division says the investigation is still ongoing. Josh Green will soon be sworn in as Hawaii's ninth governor. And we sat down with the governor-elect who says he wants to listen, care, and work on issues that matter to all of Hawaii. One of his top priorities, making things affordable in Hawaii from housing, fuel, and food prices. He adds that he's going to be in the trenches and wants everyone to know that the time for unity is now. Well, one piece of unity is me being united with my lieutenant governor, uh, Sylvia Luke, who's a good friend. She's like a sister. Also, remember, there were uh, about 100,000 people that chose a different candidate, which is important to note. I will govern for them just as hard as I govern and, and support those who did vote for me. Green will officially be inaugurated on Monday, December 5th at noon. The city and county of Honolulu is still considering changes when it comes to the permitting process for home repairs. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from Honolulu Halle with more details. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christina Ross. And here joining us on Wake Up Today is our friend, City Council Member Andrea Tapola. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for waking up with us on Wake Up Today and sharing on this. We really appreciate your time. So tell us about this permit backlog. How often have you heard this problem and why are we here at this point? Well, you know, with the permit backlog, I had a town hall in July with the former DPP director. Shortly thereafter, they told me what the numbers were. Now there is a pre-screen, a plan review, and then a permit issuance. And all together, there were about 8,000 permits stuck in that pipeline of people waiting to be able to either do renovations, build a home, you know, permit solar, put up a fence. So a lot of people concerned about how big the backlog is. And these are projects over $5,000. 
No, this is everything. Everything. The permit okay. backlog includes everything. And a lot of people have asked, you know, who, who's in front of me? Is it, a, is it a developer? Are they building 20 homes? Because I'm just trying to do my upstairs. I want to do uh, a fence. I want to do my solar. So a lot of people were very concerned that the way the system is moving right now, that actually everyone's in the same line. Everyone has to move through the pre-screen, get into the plan review from there. Then there's a permit issuance phase. And so there is a lot of talk, and I will be Hosting the director next week, Tuesday, in my committee to talk through since that time in July that we found out that number, and since the time that we've tried to address some of those things, where are we at now? What's the average wait time for these people in this line? Well, I know that it can vary anywhere between six months to some people have waited over two years. And this is anyone from homeowners to business owners, restaurant owners. Does this impact affordable housing in any way? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Everybody is waiting for a permit, and there are various projects. There are commercial people, there are residential. And so when I worked with the building planning division, they did say that 75% of those in that permitting line were residential. All right, city council member, you're going to be hanging out with us throughout Wake Up Today to break this down for us. We appreciate your time, and if you want some more information as to what we know so far, you can visit our website at kh12.com. Over on Maui, four schools in Lahaina will resume classes today as firefighters continue to battle that brush fire. At last check, the fire was 40% contained with 1,200 acres burned. Four of those schools were closed yesterday, but officials say it's now safe for them to reopen. In West Maui, police are alerting residents in the upper portions of the Launiu Upoko subdivision that they may need to evacuate. We'll keep you posted on any new developments. Over on the Garden Isle, the Kauai Fire Department says there will be a controlled agricultural burn today near the Kalmakani Makai area. Now, this will be happening from 7 o'clock this morning until noon. Members of the public may see smoke or even flames in the area, but there is no reason to panic. Crews will be in place if fires get out of control. Taking a quick look at this week's COVID numbers in Hawaii, the state saw 1,288 new cases with five deaths. The seven-day average is down 13 from last week. Hawaii's vaccination rate stands at 78.1%. The National Park Service is making an unusual plea asking people not to kiss or lick toads if they ever think about doing that. Yeah, no fairy tale here, kids. Kissing a toad will not turn it into a handsome prince. I tried. I was going to say, <laughs> how do you know? All right, well, officials specifically want people to leave the Sonoran Desert toad alone because it has glands that secrete a potent toxin. The toads were reportedly in high demand this year because the toxin has been exploited as a psychedelic, causing euphoria and hallucinations. Ribbit. Ribbit. <laughs> now, using the toads in this manner can potentially make you very sick. The popularity of the practice has also led to poaching. The toads are considered a threatened species and are found in Arizona, New Mexico, and parts of California. I mean, I know we have toads here in mm -hmm. Hawaii, but... This one seems like a mambucha toad. Then. It does, and a little bit grouchy, too. <laughs> yeah, that one picture, it's like <laughs> this one right here. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you went to school in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Did you see a lot of these toads, and, and did they give out warnings like this? Never had warnings like this because I don't think people knew about 
what people are trying to do now and trying mm. to get the hallucinogen. But apparently, I was reading it, it's it's a it's a drug that they they use in Mexico, but it's illegal oh. here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of probably where it made its way up to Arizona, and people are trying to do it. But please do not yeah, kiss don't. it. So I would see it around, but you never knew what it possessed. Mm -hmm. Now you know. Now you know. Possess is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your morning news. Find all these stories and more on KHON2.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Then tune in right back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. for everything you need to know with KHON2GO.